Welcome to the Mystic Minds Podcast. All right, welcome. This is the Hello. first interview podcast um, for the Mystic Mind Podcast. And here we have somebody very special today, Stephanie Olavo. I don't think I've ever actually said your last name. It's always just been Steph or Stephanie. Did I pronounce yeah. it right? Olivo. Olivo. Okay. Yeah. That's way better than what I said. I don't know what <laughs> I was saying. Um, <laughs> she is an entrepreneur, a first generation uh, Tampa, Florida native. She's also a co-author in this fantastical book right here. Hey, yo. Everyone should grab a copy of. The Voyage and the Return. The Path yes. of Discovery. Get it. Get it. <laughs> um and she's also a realtor correct yes and hosts a website and podcast on grief and navigating major life changes welcome stephanie thank you for having me jamie i appreciate it and what an honor to be the first guest thank you thank you appreciate it i mean i couldn't think of anyone else that would be more appropriate i love it because i was your first one to <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy swap easy for sure for sure so if you would like to tell, just start off expressing and telling a little bit about your story, um, touch on some of the things from the book and just start wherever you'd like to start because um, you have so many different things to share with this sort of thing. For sure, for sure. So yeah, so I am a Tampa native, uh, born and raised there. And it's kind of crazy. So I have been a widow now for five years. So this was 2017. And kind of a little backstory of myself. So my stepson was suffering with addiction uh, for quite a number of years. And he actually lost his battle to addiction um, in 2016. So April 20th, 2016 to be exact. That's when they, not day, when, when Dirk actually found him in the apartment. And um, a year and to the day, a year and two months to the day, uh, my husband committed suicide. So it was a very difficult situation, not only losing uh, my stepson, Kai, but it was also really hard to actually see somebody, number one, deal with uh, addiction, number two, somebody who's dealing with the loss in the morning of, of you know, their son, their only son, and that just whole kind of combination of everything was just you know, too much. And also we had a business together and that wasn't going so great. So just a combination of a whole bunch of things I believe um, was kind of the, the stroke, the Kai was really the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back for, for lack of a better term. But, um, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, suicide is such a, how do you say it? Such a selfish act per se. And I do quote unquote, because I don't believe so. I think it's a very selfless act because these people, these, these partners, these brothers, these sisters, whatever it is, these, these, people in our lives, they feel that from my experience, and again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physician, this is everything that I have witnessed and I've experienced the last few years is, and I, and I can say this in my heart of hearts because we just had this bond, like even still to this day, like it's just, it's crazy. Yes, he's gone, but I, I feel him in different things that happen, yeah. different situations that I have, especially when it comes to business, because he and I were we're business partners, we're lovers, we're friends. And I never understood that whole, um, you know, marrying your best friend situation, like that whole comment. 
um, you know, when he passed, he passed uh, July 20th, 2017. Um, I was still in the orthopedic business and I had done that for, for a number of years. And I had gone to a show in Louisiana and we had some people come from Germany and we're, we're a distributor for a German company. So the German guys came and stuff like that. And one of the big wigs actually from this industry had come up to me and was, you know, giving his condolences and said, if you ever need anything, if you need a job, whatever you need, you know, our family is here for you. And I was just so number one, taken back that the guy even knew my name, you know, I just, yeah. I wasn't really thinking about anything. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy knows my name. And like, he was saying condolences, holy cow. I literally, I pull out my phone and I start dialing a number. And when I get to that last digit, I realize it's Dirk's, it's, it's Dirk's number that he's no longer here. And that's when I realized, oh, that's what they mean when they say that when you marry your best friend, this kind of situation. So for me, it was, it was, it was hard because we had bounced so many things, life events, um, you know, business events, everything. Like when I say that guy was my life, like he really was, he was my life. So to see him suffer, um, you know, through the, 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 the death of his son, this, this overdose, he of course felt responsible, um, you know, and to see that for somebody who has never experienced uh, suicide, who has never experienced um, you know, addiction or anything like that. It was hard. It was, it was really hard. And he was even to a point that, you know, a lot of people probably don't talk about. I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Like I cannot be in this relationship. I cannot be in this marriage, but I knew that if I left, like he would take his life. I just, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And then of course, you know, he did. And it was just the weirdest, the, that whole day was just so weird, like that, that particular day. And that's what I actually talk about in the book was, was uh, the day July 20th. So, you know, I talk about it a little bit in the book and I state, you know, kind of how things went down. And for me, it was cathartic. It was really hard because talking about, you know, the day that, you know, your husband commits suicide, is one thing, but actually writing it down like pen to paper yeah. was, I mean, you know this, Jamie, I even told you, I was like, I, go, I don't know how to start this. I don't know how to start this. You're like, just start with telling a story. Yep. I said, okay, but it's a big story. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a big, it's a big, heavy story. I'm like, how do I, how do I start? Like, where do I begin? And then for whatever reason, it just came to me. I was like, I go just talk about that day. You know, I had a, a limited, you know, amount of words or whatever, but enough to be impactful and just kind of like, this is kind of why I've started this wild journey into meeting Jamie, <laughs> you know, and, and doing a chapter in a book that I didn't want to do, but Jamie pushed me. I blame everything on him. So <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> you know, and I, and yeah, I'm I did very, you a little bit about yeah <laughs> I'm super grateful for that you know because it's it's you and it was Paula and these people yeah. that came into my life after all of this that really kind of saw something in me that I didn't see and saw that I needed help that I was like I'm fine I'm good I'm fine I'm good I'm good you know I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine and then I realized okay I'm not fine like this is kind of a bigger situation that 
I can't handle by myself. And I was always prideful of like, I got it. I can do it. I don't need anybody's help kind of thing. Yeah. And even still to this day, I'm like that, but I'm kind of letting go of the reins a little bit and just kind of being open to whatever awesome. happens. Yeah. yeah. You have, to, it's, it's, you don't have, like my dad says, you don't have to do anything I say, but I'm telling you, like you, <laughs> I suggest, I strongly suggest uh, to be open and to be um, just kind of accepting of the stuff that kind of comes into your life. You know, it's a shitty situation. Death and grief is a city, shitty situation. Um, but you know, this, these things happened in my life and I don't want to say this stuff happened to me because that's more of a victim kind of mentality. And, and, and I don't, I don't see myself that way anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I see myself more as okay, this stuff happened in my life because I was able to withstand the brunt of it and do whatever it is that I'm doing with it now to maybe help somebody else. And if not, help myself. Talk about and it, you know. Yeah, and it's these tough crazy to, things. To embrace sometimes that it happened for you because some of the stuff really is crushing. And for to, sure. in the moment, kind of be able to accept that it happened for you. Now that takes a little bit of practice. 100%. Because I know for, I was pretty angry <laughs> when yeah. it happened to me. And I'm like, oh yeah, well show me how this is a great idea. You mm -hmm. know, I was real sassy about it. Not yeah, lie. so was I. I was I was the same way, you know, it was, it was Kai, it was Dirk, and then, then it was the business and there was like some other stuff. I was like, bring it on, baby. Just bring it on. You want another gut punch? I mean- for goodness sake, like what else? I mean, like everything was yeah. just, it was just like, it was like whatever at that point. I was like, okay, well, we're going to deal with it. We're going to deal with it, you know? So yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy, but you know, it's, it's so kind of back to, you know, meeting you. It was interesting because I, I was working with, uh, with Paula and I was working at an orthopedic uh, clinic and she was telling me about kind of her healing journey a little bit and I was like oh that's really cool that's really nice she's like maybe you should go I was like oh, I don't know I mean I don't know how to meditate I don't know how to do this I don't know how to that what is that you know very not cynical but more like a little bit reluctant and I noticed myself kind of like thinking back on the conversation that her and I actually had because we talked about it the other day and I was she's like you were just so adamant that you didn't want to go but I, I just knew if I had mentioned it like a couple more times that you would actually want to go. So I ended up going and it was with, uh, you know, a couple other girls and stuff like that. And it was nice because for me, when I started kind of trying to do um, traditional therapy and stuff like that, I'd gone to the big group grieving widows situation I mean, if it works for you, by all means, go ahead and do it. For me, it was super heavy. It was just too much to withstand. Um, maybe it was too much because it was so early or maybe it was just too much in general, but kind of hearing everybody's story was very, very heavy for me. And I literally, I didn't get out of bed for like four or five days, just completely depressed. I was like, oh my God, like I cannot, yeah. I will never do that again, right? Then I went to the one-on-ones and stuff like that. And it was just difficult for me to, you know, it's like dating. It's, it's hard to find somebody that you want to tell your whole entire story to. 
and that you're actually going to get kind of a response back not like oh you lost your you know husband oh that's very sad well don't worry you're very young you'll get married again and I'm like um that's not really what I want to hear but thanks anyway appreciate it and then I get a packet of homework that I have to do and I'm just like dude like that's that's not what I'm looking for you know and to each his own everybody has you know different um perspectives and different um experiences and stuff with with traditional therapy and and by all means do it but for me it just wasn't something that I was able to open up and something I think that I was looking for I honestly didn't know what I was looking for to be quite honest and knowing now what you know about your ability to pick up energy do you think possibly going to those group sessions with everyone in such a heavy Mm -hmm. energetic state I, I fully believe that's another reason why it hits you so hard is because you already had a full tank of grief and you're yeah. hitting, getting all of this with your empathic, you know, abilities and just, mm-hmm. just it's way, and it, that's why you can't get out of bed. You know, it's just hitting you over you at yeah. that point. It was complete really overload. Maneuver mm-hmm. Energies around you, as far as I know. Um, I do remember the first night and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this was it. You came to a Monday night with Paula. Mm-hmm. And I think Betsy and Nicole were there, maybe even Hannah, I don't know. But I remember you were really quiet and you had a really emotional response to the meditation and you didn't say too many things after, but you were going to come back. I feel like that was the, how it went. The, the, you were mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And no, I'm no, like, no, you yeah. have a lot going on, you know, like it just, it's okay. I think it was, honestly, I think it was the first or second what play, uh, time that I went it was very early on I, I think, think that was, was the first time the first I ever one. met you did that how because yeah. I remember that and I was like oh because it it hit me here like oh there's a lot in there and I didn't know anything about your story yeah. and either you confirmed that you had had um individuals pass away or Paula mentioned something in the moment mm-hmm. I'm like all right well I hope I'll be seeing more you know that sort of thing but I think yeah. you scared your, or surprised yourself, we'll say that, in the meditation process of what came up sort of thing. Yeah. If I remember yeah. right. I don't yeah, no, and it, and it really was because it's, it's funny because so th- this was probably, I want to say September, October 2019, or maybe even July or something like that. Pretty I think later. it was a little earlier than that. Yeah, but yeah. it was late enough in the year that mm-hmm. I remember after going to your class, we ended up going to a um, angel angel course or something like that. Oh, and, yep. and I actually tuned in to this lady and I was like, this is weird. Like, how do I even know how to do this? How do I even know what I'm really talking about? And I even asked the lady, I was like, are you fucking with me? You know, pardon my French. I don't know if I can cuss on here or not, but well, I'll just put an R rating or something <laughs> on here. I'll figure it out with the podcast. You know, I was like, I go, are you, you playing with me? She's like, no, you were spot on. You were spot on. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And it didn't happen once to one person. Like it happened to the three or four people that I actually did this with throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. And Paula's like, she's like, I knew you had it in you. I was like, again, <laughs> you knew more than I did. Like, this is why. <laughs> it's hard this sometimes to friends. see that about yourself. And, and that digs into a few areas. One is just allowing yourself to be seen as someone with abilities. Now, that in itself mm-hmm. takes a minute to accept and, and allow yourself to, to claim that. 
yeah. you know, it taps into self-worth. And sometimes it taps into areas where we stay really busy and on this and that so that we don't have to kind of stop and be still because that's a very scary point for us, especially if we've accumulated a lot of grief. Being still and quiet is terrifying because yeah. then you have to face it. I was in that spot before, you know, yeah. as well. So I, I totally get that sort of thing. But yeah. And with those large group things, which one day I hope to again have something like that because the yeah. energy everyone experiences so much more because it's an entire room of energy. I mean, I do what I can in the little studio, but mm -hmm. when you get those Monday nights, even the, the four or five people, six people that are in there with their energy and focus, it, it creates like a vortex. So it's and really I think special. it really does. Cause I think it's, it's cause everyone is there just so open and so elevated that yes. it literally brings whoever is is trying to kind of get like over the hump. You know what I yes. mean? Like everyone's yeah. like, all right, you're not there. Okay, well, gotcha. A hundred percent. We used to it's have- weirdest, um, It's cool though. It's cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we used to have weekend workshops at a place retreats and there was a lot of newbies and some um, more seasoned and everyone got something from it because it's a different experience each time. Yeah. But it- it so helped people. I really loved seeing people for the first time, like you're saying, get something and not even sure how they did it. But the energy was so in the first whole day is about building energy usually, or the mm -hmm. first, if it's a day long, the first couple hours, building that energy up, getting the intentions right so that you can have an awesome experience and start believing in yourself. And yeah. Like that. And I think that's, that's important too, is because I never, like, I always, like, I even told you when I, when I first started, I was like, I always felt a vibe with people, like I always got it, always got it. Mm -hmm. And I never knew what that was. So going to you and actually learning like, well, this is energy. There's high energy, there's low energy, different vibrations. People vibrate differently when they're, you know, sad, when they're mad, when they're happy, when they're whatever, it's a different situation. I mean, this is what you have to kind of start maybe paying a little bit more attention to and I was like oh maybe 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 that's what it is and then you know when I tell you all my my crazy stories with uh you know with the ex and stuff I was like I would have responded so differently a couple of months ago <laughs> yeah you know and it's it's I think it's great you know and it's from somebody who has never really uh, experience anything like this before and is really tapping into it and just learning it's so nice because you you basically you put yourself in a different situation and you open yourself up to different opportunities because honestly like like I was saying before I was like if I didn't you know take the job with Paula I wouldn't have met you if I didn't meet you I wouldn't have done the book I wouldn't have been healing all of the stuff and actually talking about this stuff and writing it down and starting a podcast and just kind of helping where I can, because, you know, I don't, I don't know if, if, you know, I have gifts or not, you know, some people say I do. So I, I think I do, but I just don't, I don't, maybe I'm still scared. Okay. Let's just be real. Okay. All right. All right. Well, but you know, I love that. and it's, and it's, you know, difficult. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, Put my toe in the water. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> I know. And then I got a message and I'm like, by the way, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but it's I love it because there. it's I I know that there's something there. And you know, when I'm actually really ready, I'm slowly working on different things to allow myself to not be so scared and, yeah. and be really open to things. 
because, you know, if I wasn't open, none of any of this would, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Yeah. hundred percent. I would not be talking to you. I mean, can you imagine that first day in the Monday night meditation and write this moment right now on podcast yeah. with a book? No. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, I, I, these sort no. of things are what I look at in, in the, the timelines and I myself have so much gratitude for just being able to be a part of this experience and to think, huh, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty wild. It really is. It really yeah. is. And, it, and the, just the timing of everything of how everything just went down. Just, uh, you know, and you, when you told me about the book and I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like a really cool idea. And then, you know, the deadline passed. And then uh, I had asked you, I think maybe a month or a month and a half after, I was like, hey, if that lady ever writes another book and she wants whatever, like, let me know. And you're like, actually, <laughs> the deadline got pushed back. So there's an opportunity. So, yeah. Yeah. Very good. And, you know, it's, it's another way to heal. You know, everybody has a different mm -hmm. story. I think if they stick with it, and whether it's sessions with me or somebody else, if they stick with going through the progress and the process, mm -hmm. um, they will over time see how their particular, you know, spiritual journey is going to evolve. No two are going to be the same. For sure. And yeah. And, and so with yours, it seems like literally going through experiences and having another perspective and starting to rewire how you approach things in a more healthy and balanced way with keeping all the good stuff and just kind of rewriting the things that aren't serving you anymore. Yeah. And then kind of going through that, it, it's like a, I don't know. And the speaking thing or having a voice for the grief has always been something channeled in that was going to, you know, they were giving me the information that you needed to do this. This is a, a yeah. thing for you sort of thing. And however that evolved first, you know, we talked about a blog and boy, mm -hmm. didn't that grow into something else? <laughs> a little bit bigger, a For little sure. bit more. And I think it really has everything to do with your energy and the energy you present, that that's going to be your, your platform because you have very comfortable energy and, and like a like a sunshine energy that they needed to see you and talk to you as opposed to just read your words, you know? Thank you. No, that, that means a lot. Because a lot of the stuff that, you know, even when I was still before I, I met you and everything like that, I was going through it. I was like, okay, you know, my friends were talking about, you know, different podcasts and all that stuff. And I was for real estate when I was starting in real estate, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, maybe there's a podcast about, you know, widows and stuff. So I would find those podcasts and stuff. And just for me, it was just very, you know, maybe because I am, you know, I have a very empath situation going on. It was just super heavy. And I was like, I go, I don't want to hear this all the time. Like there's, there's gotta be a different way to yes. Talk about grief. Yes. Talk about mm -hmm. healing. Yes. Talk about death, but not so like, Oh, and uh, like this, just like the whole tone of everything was just so heavy, mm -hmm. just so completely heavy. Not that everything is, you know, rainbows and butterflies about, Oh, you know, this one died. I don't know, whatever the case may be, but there's there's different ways of looking at things and, and this is only from my experience and I just I wish I would have had something not positive but just something real and actually talking about certain things and different methods of healing when I was listening to a certain podcast about death grief and dying and all this stuff 
you know, because everyone is like talking about, oh, this one passed away, but from this, this one passed away from that. I'm like, right, got it. But what did you do after? Like what yeah. happened after? The healing part. Do, the healing part. Like, did you have to sell your house? Like, did you have to do this? Did you have to move in your place? And some of the healings mundane I, acts like that. Um, it really is. It really it, is, you know? And I... I understand this balance is needed and I really understand what you're saying because energetically we must express and work through and, and just allow the sadness to come through. But on the other half of that, just like with any moon work where we're getting rid of, then we fill back in, then yeah. we have to have the other side of it in the same session. It can't just be the heavy and left heavy, you know? Correct. Correct. So, and, and for some people it's too much to have, you know, a lot of light at the end. So maybe just one token or something they can walk away with to kind of utilize in whatever, uh -huh. I know it's super general, but depending on what kind of grief or loss um, yeah. or transition. Transition. Yeah. Through. yeah. Cause yeah. really, I mean, I know what you have mentioned before and you, you may bring it up again about your word with loss and stuff. And I think it's really a transition and a reframing and an acceptance. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's, it's really the words and, and, you know, I didn't really get that whole word situation until when, you know, I was, I was, I was going to tell the story all the time. Cause I love the story. <laughs> oh, it's the one, you know, it? it's the, it's the, uh, you know, I, I wanted to start dating and non-negotiables and all this stuff, the, the non-negotiables for, for a great partner. I was like, yeah, yeah okay. I'm going to write a list. All right. What's your, what's on your list? So I want him to have a nice car. I want him to have a nice job. I want him to be this tall. I want him to love to travel. Bilingual. Bilingual yeah. or trilingual, many languages, blah, blah, blah. Like listing all this stuff. <laughs> oh, and yep. you said, you know what, Steph? That's that's really great. That's that's awesome. That's really nice, you know. But uh, but can I can I add something? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. How about emotionally available? <laughs> And I literally was looking at you with like a deer in headlights. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite story ever. I love every time you say it. It was so funny. I was belly laughing in the moment. I think you were too afterwards. We're just like, <laughs> I'm just it's, saying. It's, a bad, it's, it's the words, you know, it's, it's the words that we use. And I was, I was using an example earlier. Um, I talked to a, a, a girlfriend of mine here. She's also an agent. So I'm at the office and stuff. And she's like, you know, how's everything going? Whatever, blah, blah. I was like, actually, I started a podcast. She goes, awesome. On what? I was like, well, grab, uh, grief, death, and healing. She just kind of looked at me and I was like, well, yeah, you know, because there's just stuff I got to talk about. And I got to, you know, whoever's going to hear is going to hear. So we're chatting and stuff like this. And she goes, you know, it's, it's interesting. She goes, because I've been trying to find uh, you know, different kind of avenues to help not only myself, but my partner, you know, she lost her dad. I lost my brother to, to suicide. It was suicide or overdose. I can't remember. And, you know, everything is just so heavy. Everything is just so dark. And I go, exactly. I go, I think that's why I wanted to start, you know, this, this situation, this podcast and kind of like, yes, this sucks. This is very hard. You know, and she was like, you know, everything was about loss. You know, I lost this, I lost that. I was like, I, actually, I go, it's funny that you say that because I was listening to also another podcast and this gentleman, I think his name is Peter Cronin or Crowen. I have to get his name. 
but uh, he discusses about changing the language of, of, instead of saying, I lost my husband or I lost my dad, say my husband passed away, my husband died, my dad died, my whoever died. We have to come to terms with the actual thing of the actual thing that happened because you didn't lose anything. Yes, physically they're not here, but you didn't lose that person. You gained whatever they taught you when they were here, but you also learned so much more after they died. And I was like, holy crap, like totally. Like I've learned, I never knew that I was able to start a business again or to handle, you know, different things that I had to handle financially for the company, for myself, um, you know, with his stuff, his family, like, I just never knew, number one, how to do that. I didn't think I was capable of doing any of that. And I just, I literally took it by the reins and just started going. And I, and I think back to myself now, you know, even talking to you here, it's just like, I would have never in a million years thought I would be doing this well in, in, in my business, doing this well on the podcast and on the, you know, on the forums and all this stuff, like, and actually having a voice and being strong enough that I think that was one of the key words for me. It was just strong enough and open enough to be able to speak to, let's say the masses, whatever, to talk to people about what happened to me and how I view things and what helped me kind of go through it and still going through it. You know, grief is not a, not a two week situation, you know, and I hate when yeah. people, Oh, you should be over it by now. I'm like, over what dude? <laughs> Like, yeah, right. Like he's gone and I'm always going to love him. And I think that was also one of the most important things too, to me finding a partner is that that love is always going to be there. Yes. It's going to change into something else to make room for whatever is new in the, in the pipeline or whatever, if you want to look at it. But I think it's important for that person to be, you know, supportive and, you know, maybe not so much, um, I don't know if it's accepting is even the word, but more understanding of, okay, this person went through literally hell and back. I got to be a little sensitive when it comes to X or whatever the case may be, you know, and just having that. Go mm -hmm. ahead. No, go ahead. When folks say, uh, and I have heard it before as well, you know, it's been a long time or, you know, you should be over it. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So spiritually... It literally yeah. irks me. It literally, and it's always irks it me. Does. It's not even and here's the reason. thing. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is for them that they are saying that because they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, and it is. It is very selfish of them saying that. It's be. It, but it's very much about them and not about you per se or right. me per se. Right. Right. It's them not knowing what to do at this point in time. So they just. They would just like you to pack it up and, and be done with it because they don't know how, you know, they have not grown in ways to where they could understand that mm -hmm. or have invested time in trying to understand that sort of thing. Sure. Um, so it's a very, it's, it's unfortunately kind of a selfish thing. It does happen and it may be unknowingly, uh, but it is something for them to hopefully work on. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things as I was going through some stuff, because I also my sister overdosed and my best friend overdosed. So I am familiar with these things mm -hmm. as well as the sadness, uh, the unexpected, you know, stuff dropped on you and life changing. So that's also in the book. Um, I wrote a chapter two. 
Uh, yeah. But the things that were said afterwards, and, and I sent them love, you know, and, and I tried to have compassion, but it became very, very visible that they were saying these things because they were uncomfortable and mm-hmm. didn't know what to do or say. And so they, you know what I mean? So it was more about them than actually you, because yeah. a really great thing, just as a PSA for folks out there, if someone, you know, loses someone, instead of saying, well, you'll find another one, you'll do this or that, or it'll, right. it'll, it'll feel better soon or, or something like that. Why don't you ask them to tell their favorite memory of the person? Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't try to erase the erase yeah. the other person or the the uncomfortable feeling of you not knowing what to do. You don't have to know what to do yeah. with the person. And, it, and I and I love that yeah. you actually bring this up because this actually came up a couple of times um, on on my side. So my brother in law and and a couple of friends had certain memories pop up on Facebook and all this stuff. And they were literally terrified to send me the stuff. And I was like, no, like send it all day long. If it comes up every day, send it every day. Like I want you to embrace your memories and your love for, for, mm-hmm. for Dirk and for Kai and all this stuff. And now that I'm saying this, <laughs> it's just, you know, I get epiphanies whenever I, I chat here about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, my current boyfriend actually came over to the house and stuff like that. And he even asked me, so there's photos of the family kind of all over the place and stuff. And he asked me, he goes, what was, um, what was uh, Dirk's relationship with your family? I was like, God, it was amazing. Like, you know, my dad and him were literally like best buds. Like they watched soccer together. Like they did this, like they were always, so he was always over the house. Even when I was out of town, they would do dinner and the whole jazz. Right. He goes, Oh, and I said, why? He goes, well, I didn't see any pictures of him in your house. And I said, actually, I had them taken down because I could not stand looking at the photos when I moved back into the house. And he goes, well, don't you think they want to remember him too? And I literally, like, I teared up and I was like, I go, you're absolutely right. Like, that is selfish of me. So I'm looking for a couple of pictures that I want to put up that I'll just leave at the house. And I never thought about that. You know what I mean? But when he said that, I was no better way for that message to have come across than from him, because being in a new relationship, you worry sometimes about if the other person will feel a certain way or any sort of insecurity or anything like that. So that message coming loud and clear was just divinely sent 100%. In, in the way that you will never forget and that yeah. you would embrace wholeheartedly and not feel guilty or bad or weird about having a picture up of them because you're honoring a life. You know, there is nothing, no competitions at this point. Right. I mean, right. yeah, there's nothing like that. Um, it's just yeah. a beautiful honoring of an experience in a life and, you know, yeah. A path. That was that was when 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 that happened. I was like, well, and I hadn't told you that. <laughs> no, you had not. That's why I was like, yeah, wow, that's so that amazing. Was, that was pretty awesome, and you know, and that's that's also a healing thing for myself that you don't. Yes, you know, you don't think about that stuff. You're like, okay, it's me, it's me, it's me, but you kind of forget. You're like, oh yeah, I'm. This is a, we're a unit. We're a family. Like I cannot, you know. Um, 
keep it away from like my dad or my aunt, you know, and my aunt was, and I remember the day that I actually told her to take all the pictures down. I was like, I couldn't, I can't do it. She was so upset. She was, well, why? I was like, because I can't, I can't right now. And I literally got so angry, but it wasn't at her. It was at the situation and knowing what I know now. Externally so much. You didn't want to have that moment. You just, ah, I got, yeah, it was just too much. And I was just like, I go, I just can't, I just, I can't, you know, and even still like a couple of, uh, maybe a month ago or something like that, moving boxes around from my old house. Yeah. You know, it was just that, that, that shake and that shift of not being able to control things, which I don't know if you guys have noticed or will notice when talking to me, I like to control things. You know, in that that whole moment, and you even asked me, you're like, okay, well, when's the last time that something happened that you weren't able to control? I was like, uh, when Dirk died. Yeah. I was like, holy moly. There's a beauty in the I thought I was so healed, Jamie. I know. Parts of you were. It's like an onion. It's always pulling off parts. Mm -hmm. But you know, you collect tools along the way so that you don't suffer for too long. Like in the moments like that you know, having the consciousness to go, okay, little Stephanie, why are we feeling this? Yeah. What is happening right now? And that's a practice that, that we have to do. I have to do it too. Sometimes I have to be reminded to do it. If I'm having a little Jamie moment, that's extended a little bit. Um, But that's why also we build our, our little tribe around us so that they can remind us and we can remind them and we have each other's back because, Hey, guess what? Everyone, you know, we don't walk on water here, spiritual folks. We don't, we have our human experience, but what we are doing is kind of committing to learning and embracing all that there is out there um, and, and releasing full trust in time to the universe and its paths, because it has a plan for us. And sometimes if you go way off track, um, of what you're needed to do in this lifetime, they adjust your track in a completely rewrited, rewritten way, which is jolting for humans that want that, that you know, and I, um, working through some of my stuff of growing up, I like to have things kind of planned and I, I don't like the change, the 555, which again is yeah. what the, <laughs> what my chapter is. Uh, it, it makes me very nervous. Um, or has let me watch my language because I'm working out of it now yeah yeah, yeah. it has been a process and that comes from having instability when you're younger not knowing what you're going to get each day in your your Uh environment Um, and so there's having learned all that logically I can understand that and then give myself a little grace for feeling that it's okay little Jamie now you know these tools go open up your bag and what are you going to do with this next productively right how are you going to work through this? How are you going to honor your feelings and not pipe them all down? Because that was another thing that I would do. Just suck it in. Change yeah. and uh, compartmentalize situations. We're fine. You know, mm-hmm. so how do you gracefully move through it and give yourself patience, allow it to come out and in, in, in just really feel it, but also not be stuck in it. For sure. On the happy side. That For is sure. really a, something that takes some time to learn. And I think that's, that's a great word is grace is giving yourself grace and giving yourself patience because 
you yes. know, I, I had this amazing, spectacular life, you know, long ago. And I was in that same situation. I was like, I'm literally starting from nothing. And I was like, no, no, I'm not starting from nothing. I'm starting from experience. Starting from experience, I'm not going to say nothing because I have yeah. my family, I have my health, I have my friends. I'm very lucky and I'm very blessed. And I think having that patience and that recognition of actually doing these practices because doing it once and twice is not going to help you out in the long run because you're not, for lack of a better term, you're not going to learn anything. You're not going to mm. be open up to these things. And even even with you, I was I was a couple of times I would go three, four months, four weeks at a time that I wouldn't go because I felt so good. I was like, I don't need to go. I'll be mm -hmm. fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's when the good, good stuff happens. Like, I'm like, I go maybe next week, maybe next week, you know, but I think going every week and now because it has become such a practice for myself, I'm like, can we set up another time? Can we set up another time? Like I, I need to go because for yeah. me, it's, it's, you know, it's not only the the space, but it's the the chat with you that helps me kind of, you know, if I'm kind of feeling a little wobbly of like unsure what to do of certain things, for whatever reason, you are the voice of reason sometimes. So you're like, but don't look at it that way. Look at it maybe this way. Maybe this is why. And you feel things more than I do because you're more attuned than me. <laughs> you're like, well, you it says this. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's I'm the like, cool thing. Nab it. There's been a few days so like you're like, well, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. So, but that's the cool thing about it. Um, and you know, I found I love hearing your voice saying it because I think it speaks miles to folks and doesn't sound salesy for me mm -hmm. when you say that. But truly, um coming in even when you're feeling great okay then that's awesome that we don't have to work on traumas we can actually work on opening up spiritually in some gifts yeah. and connecting with guides that's actually a great thing it's not a time to stop <laughs> people that only come once or twice a year when they're feeling off and of course i i take them but i'm kind of like you know <laughs> mm -hmm. it it would be better if you came a little more often not just when you're in crisis mode because it's not the er Right. Correct. Right. Correct. But, and it, you know, and it's but it's the also, actual practice of it. Like you say, yeah. it's the meditation practice or the Reiki practice or whatever practice, yoga practice, whatever practice. I'm like, oh, I have to do it more than once. Got it. <laughs> yeah. It's not just, I'm going to go buy that and get that solution at the yard, bandage that up and I'm good to go. No, yeah, yeah. but you know, and it also helps because, you know, dealing with life, in realities, there'll be ups, downs, breakups, and other stuff. And sometimes it shakes your foundation. So people, you know, you can come in and you talk, and there are some different techniques that I use. I don't advertise them a lot. Um, and it, but you know, there is psychology involved, NLP involved, quantum healing involved, all of those mm -hmm. laundry lists of things. I just don't call them that. I just have a conversation, right? Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of folks that kind of advertise all like, that. Like for somebody who doesn't no, like coming in that language is 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 great for people who kind of know what all of that stuff is the reiki this the quantum that whatever blah 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 but literally for me going into 
you know, going to see you. And I'm like, she's a Reiki, what? Like, what is she going to, what is that? What is that? What is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that it's, it, fr- it freaked me out, but I was just like, I have no idea what that is. Like, I have no idea. I know. She works, yeah, she that's... works with energies. I'm like, I don't even know what that is either. Like, I get it. I go like a vibe. Yeah. Like when you say you get a vibe from somebody. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And I love that yeah. about you because you literally explain it. Because I'll ask you sometimes when you say some wild stuff and I'm like, huh? The what? Cracks me up. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I'm glad you said that though, because it's better yeah. than you playing along. You know, yeah, I want no, to I'm learn. always like, I'm like, I'm like, what is that? What is that? What it, well, what is that? So <laughs> and that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Because and it really is hard to explain, at least for me in this present moment, to explain because it depends on the session. Sometimes we're going to pull out cards. Sometimes intuitive stuff downloads are coming like crazy for you mm-hmm. or anyone. Um, sometimes in the Reiki healing session, we get visitors that have yeah. messages. Um, I remember the time your mom came through, opened the door three <laughs> times, scared the bejesus out of me. I'm like, all right, you didn't, you can go through the door. You don't need that to was do that. So funny. And I was like, and I had my, and I remember I had my eyes closed and I was just like, I go, mom, okay, now I'm like kind of up. I'm like, can you just do it one more time for me? And then sure as shit, she, she... <laughs> And I think I went to open the front door of the building um, to check the mail there or, or went up there or something and the door had blown open in the front too. And I'm like, all right, well, she's gone now. She's in the car, but it was yeah. nice to meet you. You're very nice. <laughs> But yeah, that was, I mean, it's cool. And these things, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, she was a woman who wanted to make her presence known that was in her life, in her death, wherever she's at. That is, she has some sass. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad at all, folks, is what I'm, it's just, it's, it's a, she's a character. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, uh, you, you wouldn't just tell her to go anywhere, I don't think. Yeah. No. She'll, she'll do what you want. (laughs) Yep. Yes, she will. And on that now you know where I get it from. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So there's been some really cool um, things, but I I love the fact that you came in. And I think in the beginning, you you were like, no, I'm not too interested in in the spirit stuff. I just want to work on, you know, the spiritual life coaching and and sort of grief Uh and how it just kind of shows you. It's like, oh, you will be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I was just like, "Uh, I don't think we need to tap into that right now. You're like, okay, not now, maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> They'll tell you. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. When they want something done, they will, will make it quite obvious. But, and just how things have really evolved in being able to have this time to watch the really cool things happen for you and with you and that sort of thing. I think it's awesome. For sure. No, um, I'm super grateful. Super grateful for sure. And so I have some questions here. I know we are just talking up a storm. Okay. Um, all right. Here, my official podcasty podcaster questions. Hey, um, you're all official and legit. <laughs> I know I got my little stuff here. All right. I'll probably throw it to the wind, but what you got? So we talked a little bit about healing methods. So my question to you is kind of like healing methods. What do you feel works the best for you at this point or has worked? the best in different areas. I know that's kind of a weird question because you're always evolving and trying other things, which is commendable. It's awesome. 
try everything. Yeah. Find your whole one thing won't heal you completely, no matter what any yeah, spiritual I, person says. I think says. that was one of my biggest kind of learning moments was I was like, okay, this is gonna fix everything. But you know, even still to this day, just the Reiki and the meditation has helped me tremendously. And just kind of talking to you and whatever you kind of get attuned to me and kind of tell me like, hey, well, maybe you should think about this because for whatever reason, they're telling you this, this, and this, and mm -hmm. you have no idea what of, of, of that I'm thinking about, which is hilarious because no. sometimes the minute you say things and I'm just like, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> and then I tell you, you're like, okay, maybe that, but not this. That's not for whatever reason, that little thing doesn't really match with that. And then I keep talking. You're like, oh, okay. Well, and then you mean this, this, and this. I'm just like, write all that down. Cause I'm not going to And I have started that over the last year. I have my little notes that I'll pop in as yeah. I'm doing the healing. Cause my brain, you know, myself and many other practitioners, when you get deep into a channeling state, it's called altered state. Mm -hmm. And the brain doesn't function the way it does when you're in normal state. Um, and I've gotten kind of used to it to the, I mean, when I first started, I couldn't even form a sentence. I was trying to sound intelligent and tell everyone, I promise I have a college education here. I just can't find words because I'm very spacey. It's like, you know, I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I've gotten to the point now that I'm pretty, pretty good at finding words and, or I write it all down and now I'm getting pictures and things like that. It's, it's crazy, but I do, I try to jot it down so that I can at least screenshot it for you after mm -hmm. because you and many others now are able to get into that altered state. And so you won't remember everything either yeah. on the drive home. So yeah, it's a good oh, for sure not. And you're like, and you're, and sometimes when like somebody comes and visits, you're like, and what did you ask them? Like, oh, no, I was just surprised I saw somebody. <laughs> or that yeah. something actually happened. I was like, I don't know. The monkey was riding a bike down the street. Like, I don't know what the heck that means. Like, <laughs> just, just like chaos. It means chaos. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, kind of how Pretty it was. Much, I mean, right? I know, I know, I remember uh, one story with uh, my one of my mentors. Um, when I really first started getting into this, I, I happened to be going to Savannah a lot, and I absolutely mm -hmm. have always loved ghost tours, cemeteries. Now, I do not, I do not like fake haunted houses at Halloween. They scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah, but real haunted houses, I do like. Go figure. I don't know. <laughs> there, I'm good with that. I'm the same um, way with gore and surgery. Gore, I love. Surgeries, ugh. like really? planned surgeries. It's oh god, no, I cannot. But gore, <laughs> like somebody losing, like you know, god I know. I, I dealt with uh, limb loss for a really long time. Somebody losing a limb, super cool. Somebody actually getting like a knee replacement, beyond gross. <laughs> it's the weirdest, weirdest thing. But I yeah. get it. Mm -hmm. um so I, I was on a, a ghost tour no actually I was just think I was touring myself and we're at Bonaventure Cemetery and I was wandering around because I was trying to sense energies I was trying to learn that a little better and feeling pulls kind of like a magnet towards different graves and things and then trying to understand something so I was really pulled to this grave and I was like okay I'm coming <laughs> and I walk over there and I just feel this magnet and this pull and then I was I was like, okay, wow, that was cool. And I was telling my mentor that, and she's like, well, did you ask them what they wanted? And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you get so excited. 
inside of you like holy moly i'm in this state or i can see this or i can feel this or whatever the case may be you're just like holy cow and then when you get out of it you're telling the story blah blah and oh and i saw this person and that person or whatever the case would be and you're like cool did you ask like who it was <laughs> no i didn't ask anything. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know i had no idea what the heck was going on yeah but it's good and whenever you know for folks if you do meditate or get into a space and you you get the presence of a guide or someone you know try to have the the uh, mental state to kind of ask them why they're there what what information they have for you and stuff you may get more than you thought you ever could yeah it's not if you allow and and get into that state it's really not as hard as we make it out to be in life you know we're thinking and we have to do this and if we have to light this and do that and then it's going to happen. I follow the recipe. It's, that's not how it works. <laughs> I um, honestly think it's like, you know, when some people say, you know, when manifesting is, you know, think about it or write it down and forget it. I think when you really are manifesting, when you meditate, I don't, I think going in like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll or not maybe, but I'll do this, this, and this, but really not thinking about it when you're actually going under, just be like, whatever happens, happens, and just try to remember that's what I think is like, try, yeah. try to remember stuff that is significant in that meditation or in that state. And yes. then I'm able to, which is great, but thinking like, oh, to ask this question or ask that for me right now, it's not possible. Well, not right we now. Have some more sessions, we can work on that. Yeah. Here. You've been a world <laughs> traveler here. Um, but, you know, and it's interesting you bring about the whole uh, manifesting, write it down and forget it. And, and where is it that I just heard about this a couple of days ago? Was it something I was watching of yours? I don't know. There's something someone was talking about. I did. I'm like, but, 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 I actually but, but, but. did. Yeah, yeah. I actually okay. did. Okay. All right. Then it was you. Then I was thinking, but, 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 you're, hold on. <laughs> because <laughs> with manifesting, um, and even with new moon manifesting, you do want to think through uh, and write as it's coming now and write those things down. And the key is to then not hyper obsess over it, okay. but to align with the energy of it. So you don't forget it completely. You end up, if you start aligning with the energy of it, it it's back there somewhere. So it's not like absolutely tear it up and forget it necessarily, right. because a lot of people have angel boxes and thing where they light uh, a candle just to kind of give energy to their intention. The, but the, what they want you to avoid is to hyper obsess and focus on it and, and say, oh, is it coming or it's not coming? It's coming because you got right. all this cramped up energy attached to it instead of just allowing, trusting it's happening and use your energy to align with those things. Take mm -hmm. your steps to help make that happen because, you know, unfortunately, I have bad news, folks. They're not just going to help you win the lottery. Or just magically make the thing happen because you prayed. Pray, oh, pray. That's, that's it. I'm out of here. They're, they're done. <laughs> throw the throw it down. No. In the towel. <laughs> no, but what they will do is help you align so that you are in correct vibration to receive that sort of thing in your life, whatever it is that you're working on. You know, and that 100%. talks about the quantum, right? You know, aligning in the quantum with the energy. So it attracts to you sort of thing, but that's a whole nother for day. Sure. For sure. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a good I one. Feel like, that, that is true. For sure. Yeah. I feel like we could have a few of these if you're up for it. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasts I'm down, on I'm down. stuff. Um, all right. Well, let's get near to an hour now. So let me just hit some things here. Um, okay.
that I wanted to, let's see. We've already talked about that, all right? We talked about that. Boy, we're hitting everything. Um, the conversation. <laughs> I know, right? I have all the stuff. It's like you're psychic or something. You already hit my paper. What's up with that? Um, so maybe we'll try the rapid fire thing. Let's try. Okay. I need a sound effect for that. So rapid fire. So what are, what are we rapid? So, what are we firing? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you a word, one word, and then you give me what that means to you. You can use multiple words if you want, but kind of just not thought through, just some, you know, in, instinctive words. Just okay. All right. Purpose. What I'm doing now. Spiritual path. what I'm learning <laughs> source my family love my guy oh <laughs> healing for whatever reason I want to say dirt do it that's perfect yeah yeah um two more Peace. White. Last one, trust. Myself. Beautiful. <laughs> I mean, that's good stuff. You well done on the rapid fire. You thank you. <laughs> well, Stephanie, I'd like to thank you from the bottom of my heart of bearing with me today on this initial sort of breakthrough of Yay. Uh, a podcast i love it yeah. i love it you did amazing thank you well thank you thank you and we will she's going to get with me on all of the links so in the bio area in the write-up notes details whatever we want to call it because this will be going um the video will be going on socials and the audio will be going up on the podcast network spotify and whatnot so we'll have some details and links in there helpful resources and all that jazz so Again, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the podcast today. You can find more information in the show notes. And as always, you can find me at angelstalk.com or lightworkerpath.com. And also, take a minute and check out our spiritual social network, the Mystic Mind community. We have conversations, multi-day challenges, courses, and a lot of fun. See you next time.